0: Guess who's coming to dinner? Junior brings home a white girl and causes all kinds of chaos in the family. And the twins struggle with growing up. All this and so much more on tonight's episode of Blackish.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin.
0: I um, like this. Oh, yeah, who's this? This is Young Jeezy. Oh, okay, having yeah. me just some Jeezy, all right? I know. This one's called White Girl, I think. Yeah, that,
1: that's that. That fits. Yeah. That's timely. <laughs> Jeezy. <laughs> I don't know what he said, but that beat was fire. I know that was a good yeah, beat. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, I'm guessing we're gonna kill it before we hear some <laughs> some. Experience. It's
1: Jeezy. He's gonna curse. I guarantee I it.
0: <laughs> hey guys, what's up? What it is another episode of blackish we are in uh episode eight now season three my name is stacy newsome and i am co-panelist here with my lovely wonderful renaissance man d'angelo d'angelo where can what, they find you we're, yes. i'm
1: so happy to have you back i had to sit on that side <laughs>
0: it's
1: it's hot over there it's hot it's hard it is right? hot over it is. here isn't Look, it? i'm so glad you're doing it all right <laughs>
0: Whew, sweating out my good <laughs> hair tonight <laughs>
1: But welcome right, welcome back, family. It's been like two weeks. Yes. Um, follow me on Twitter at D'Angelo T V. Always check the spelling D E A N J I L O T V. We we got a show for him today. Oh though.
0: yeah. Well, I gotta tell him when he can find
1: us. My me. bad. My bad. I thought you went already.
0: You see, that's just like a man not listening. Oh,
1: uh oh. I learned to keep my mouth shut.
0: Guys, you can find me on social media at Twitter and Instagram at the Stacy Newsom. That is T H E yes T H <laughs> spell your name it's been a couple of weeks S T A C E Y I love the some. pause right there
1: we, we got audio listeners but if you saw she, she had a little pause yeah your name starts with an S that's cool too
0: much turkey man too much turkey how was your Thanksgiving by the
1: way I'm, I'm good apparently you know I'm I'm doing a little bit better because you were recovering from some food poisoning right
0: oh yeah I uh, had a wonderful Thanksgiving dinner the dinner was on point so everybody okay. at home they everybody did everybody at home please they,
1: tell them what happened what made you get yeah, food poisoning yeah
0: so okay I ate a lot okay? <laughs> I ate everything that was available to eat Thanksgiving Day and As then I had should. a few leftovers the mm-hmm. next day and I just, just kept eating. Sunday night, okay, my aunt, she whips out some uh, leftover Chinese food, okay? Uh-huh. And after all the crap I ate all weekend, it was ultimately an, an egg roll that took me out. Egg? So I, I had to fly home on food oh, poison. Oh my
1: goodness. And from you Chicago. know what? There's a lesson in that. I don't know what it is. But it involves an egg roll. Maybe not consuming it at the Thanksgiving. I don't know. You guys, it's it's, it's a clash. You got the soul food. I
0: know. You got the Chinese
1: food, and it's kind of like I don't think I don't think your stomach was feeling it.
0: It, it wasn't, man. Every belch was like I was tasting that egg roll. Oh, oh.
1: this is a nasty. Visual. Yeah,
0: the flight attendants were worried about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get down to our show tonight. This was a very thought provoking show. Um, it really resonated with me, um, just in a whole like identity thing, and. It was uh, about, you know, have, coming from a big family and then being surprised. Just just get to the point. Junior brought home a girlfriend. And I called it. Yes. Brought <laughs> home, you did. I was it. like,
1: that's what's about to happen. I know. He
0: brings home a girlfriend. And most people were happy that he brought home a girl because the boy <laughs> wears capes, right? But Bo is upset that the girl is... White.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, I love, uh, before we even get into it, I love the shot. I love the ISO shot. I was a media production guy, so, like, I love how they had Junior come in. He was standing by himself, and we got a... A slow-mo iso shot. We saw it how Bo saw it mm-hmm. when she walks in. She's just smiling, Our looking nice. She got, right. She got no, she got no clue what's going down. I know. <laughs> and I loved it because I knew it was about to happen.
0: Becky right. with the good hair
1: came home. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we should have played. We should have had the Beyoncé. We should've. Oh, Beyonce. We, should've. Uh, oh, well. yeah.
0: mm. we were trying to figure out what song to play for
1: you guys just while we got to Jeezy. But Jeezy did his thing though. Yes. Yeah.
0: So so Dre uh Junior brings home the girl, and her presence just stirs up all kinds of angst and Bo, because Bo obviously thought that Junior's girlfriend was not going to be a white girl, <laughs> yeah. and I mean Dre is happy as a bug in a rug. I mean, I'm thinking Dre's is just happy that he brought home any girl,
1: right? A girl that <laughs> walks, she got all her limbs, right?
0: You know? <laughs> she stands up straight. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, well, I like I like the connection, and I don't know if it always has something to do with that, but like I know that when it comes to the african american community especially black women cuz i know my mom feels this way too mm. when it comes to specifically sometimes it's any other race but a, but when it comes to white because of the the historical clash i like yes. I'll, I'll say so uh, speaking I, of the histori- okay.
0: speaking of history i liked um. how this episode got into the whole history yeah. of how uh you know the races got mixed and where the word mulatto comes from i didn't mm. even know that so yeah. i learned something and uh, it was just a nice little history lesson. Like, you know, I like how they use the humor to break down, you know, to explain to people who may not, you know, understand.
1: We got some bold narrating. I like that. We usually yeah. only get it from Dre. And yeah. So the at Blackish writers, yeah. good job. Well, we was, like her. I like well, her yeah, narrating. This was her
0: story tonight yeah. because it was all about her own identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, have you ever had to have this conversation with your mom? You brought the white <laughs> girl home?
1: Uh, I've not never brought a white girl home. However, my mom has made clear how she feels. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, ooh, <laughs> really? So, okay, <laughs> you, it's
1: interesting. I mean, like I'm not. I have a trend with my life, mm-hmm. um, but it, it doesn't generally involve a white woman. Um, but you know, if, if if it went down like that, it went down like that, and my mom had to deal with it. However, I can say that I really can identify and understand the persona and the what, what who Bo, how Bo portrayed herself to be. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, what was really funny to me is that uh, Dre saw this as a bonding moment right. with with Bo. He's like, "Oh, you do see color. <laughs> this is this is something we can do together. We can mistrust white people together. This can <laughs> save Same our relations. marriage." That was a
1: great quote. It was. Well, and then because Bo, I mean not Bo, Dre knows he knows how he feels. He yeah. he, he got his he know he's black. He know his identity. Right. So his hatred or this mistrust, as for lack of a better word, um, it it's it's grounded. He got mm-hmm. deep with it. Hers, hers was a little different. It surprised her, right, which was interesting,
0: right? Because she's always been in a position where she's had to choose, had to check off one box or the other, right? right. And you know that—that's a. that's our world now you know there's all i think probably kids who are coming up you know in uh biracial homes are probably more grounded in their identity than maybe they would have been in Bo's generation Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. you know that's where the world is headed but you know when you're growing up and it's like you think that you're one thing but people see you as another Mm -hmm. that's where the clash comes in at least in your mind you know
1: most of the i would say most of the conflict uh uh, conversations with my biracial friends because I'm fully black um, is is it's the social social uh, expectations or standards mm-hmm. when you are half black half white um, and of course there's so many other different biracial mixes but uh, that's the one we talked about in the show mm-hmm. when you're half black half white there's a social expectation you know that it comes with so much uh, from a how you should stand politically, what type of mm-hmm. music you should be into, right. all of those things. And I think it was perfectly shown in that OJ uh, Simpson case. It
0: example. was. And in her flashback, The High School, when she was cast right. as the flying monkey. Oh, my goodness. In that, the Wizard hit of Oz. that hit me. That hit me hard. <laughs> I wasn't feeling that one. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? Society chooses for you. Um, And we got to that at the end of that particular storyline. Because that was something I was thinking all throughout the episode before she went to visit her dad is that, you know, typically in your mind, you know, if you're biracial, and I'm not, I'm like, you know, quarter racial or whatever. But (laughs) but it's like, you know, you maybe because of who you surround yourself with, you know, you, uh, okay, so all my friends are white and they're cool with me. So I see myself as a white person. But then the world sees this. Right. This is all they see and right. that's that's how they identify you. And that is something that, you know, she's just discovering at this stage in her life right. really.
1: Well and it Which is
0: kinda of surprising to me yeah. actually.
1: Well I I would say a lot of people don't even dive into it. Mm-hmm. Um they go because a racial when you come to when it goes to racial, you have your color, which has one perception, but you have your heritage, you have your culture, mm-hmm. all of these things. So it, racial is kind of just like oh how do people perceive you? Yeah, and you have all these other things like she could be she could be who she is and consider herself a white woman if she was culturally in that like
0: exactly type
1: vibe you know what I right. mean? Right. So because race think, is
0: just a device like right that's, that's man man made stuff.
1: Right. Exactly. It's, so and you know I could. I could culturally consider myself white if I wanted to, if right. I like grew up around all white people. Exactly, and, like, you know what I mean. So, but my race is black, and that the race thing, like you said, is what you have to check on the box.
0: Right, right. Well, it's so funny. I, I grew up in Alabama, and the high school I went to in Little Eaton, Alabama, um, <laughs> there was there was two groups. There was black people and white people, mm-hmm. and the like the three or four kids that fell outside. It's like, they had to go with one or the <laughs> you other. you got
1: This, so, is, this yeah. size is going down. down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: like, the one Asian girl in my class, it was like, you know, the black folks claimed her. It was like, oh, no, you black.
1: <laughs> you
0: black. <laughs> she dude. was cool, though, wasn't she? Yeah, you? she was. Yeah. The, the, the one Mexican kid, you black. You black.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you were other, you were colored. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, no. Well, we've come a long way with that, but I feel like we have a lot of work to do. But there was an interesting, like, Time magazine. Uh, like, it showed... I, I remember it was a couple of years ago, but it showed pictures of people who when you look at them they 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 catch your eye because they're they're contradicting how we perceive it was like a, a black girl with blue eyes and blonde hair mm-hmm. naturally right And she was half black half white right um, so i like i like that because we need to we need to Instead of li- like living off of just stereotypes, we need to be thinking a little bit more, you know what I mean, as yeah. opposed to just accepting what we oh, see. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. When I lived in New York, um, I lived there for quite a bit of time before I moved here. Um, when I first moved there, I was waiting tables at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls there, <laughs> I like to joke that she taught me lessons on being a black girl because <sighs> uh, she was white. She mm-hmm. was like Irish white, like that white. But culturally, she had grown up around all black people mm-hmm. up you know up in the bronx mm-hmm. and she was blacker than i was and <laughs> she was you know wearing a big hoop earring she's like girl you need to blacken up like <laughs> you blonde girl blue eyes just and blackened. it was real that's who she, she was that, she that wasn't was faking totally yeah, real yeah no yeah <laughs> i learned the lesson of like <laughs> when you get into a street fight you got to have your vaseline ready hey, to grease down hey, str- <laughs> hey she's smart where she is
1: bring her on the show i mean that's how it is though like um and i I love it you know i mean it, you can even dive into like the usage of the n-word and who can use and who can't mm-hmm. there's this rapper uh not to dive off too far right um but this this rapper is a guy named logic who is african-american for all like extensive purpose from a from a from growing up yeah but he looks white mm. and he's he the n-word in his in his, in his uh vo- in his raps and that had that had started some type of controversy um, but for all intents and purposes, he considers himself black, and rightfully so, he is. Right. Um, so, it's amazing how what we see can really influence a lot. I
0: know. And one more point, and then mm-hmm. we'll move on. I, I, one of my aunts in my family, she married into our family, but she's been in the family longer than I have. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, I don't know, in her late 60s now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Aunt Daisy, I'll give her a shout-out. Hey, shout-out to my Aunt totally Davis. not watching, I'm sure. Anyway, I... <laughs> Wait,
1: <laughs> was she shutting it down in the, in the, for Thanksgiving, though? Was she contributing to the food? Oh, yeah. Okay. She,
0: the whole festivities was held at her Uh, house okay hey
1: shout out to you yes so
0: she's married to my uncle dave Mm -hmm. and not even married like i don't know a little over 50 years now and she's biracial but she could have passed if she had wanted to because you know she like looks that much on that side Mm -hmm. right And she's actually writing a book how she refused to pass in the south like everybody in her family was encouraging her to pass so she'd have an easier life Mm -hmm. she grew up in alabama Mm -hmm. and um Where was I going? Oh, yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: got me. I'm in. I want to know where it's going. So
0: I remember when I was about nine, ten years old, like I had never seen her as black or white. To me, she was always Aunt Daisy. Mm -hmm. Right? She was just Aunt Daisy. Right. And I remember one time when I was about nine years old, one of my younger cousins who had been programmed by that time to see color. Because she grew up, you know, a more urban setting than I did. I remember her asking Aunt Daisy in front of everybody, Aunt Daisy, are you white? (laughs) And I was like.
1: Just like that a, was the first time moment. I like yeah. saw her that Isn't way. That something? And
0: I thought to myself, Yeah, are you right? <laughs>
1: like, yeah. <laughs> Hold are, up. are you this changes uh, this changes everything. I know, right. right? Like, it never that's how you feel almost. I
0: know. It just it never occurred to me that she was or she wasn't. She was just on Daisy. Hmm. And then that's when she explained to us. Nah. I'm black <laughs> i look like i'm white but i'm, I'm black, black. so we that's were like, so interesting hmm, okay mm-hmm. so uh yeah so yeah that that whole storyline was really intriguing to me um of course it carried over into the work setting with dre um
1: loved it loved it. Yes,
0: of course not with identity but how to holler at a sister and how to holler at like a white exactly woman. that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> that's how guys,
1: guys would talk about racial identity, just right. that way. Right, how, how are we talking to each of these different races? And I love it because you blanket in every woman into this one race because that's exactly how it happens, right? Oh
0: yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite part was also when Wanda Sykes, who we haven't seen in a while. Yeah! I f- I welcome forget, back, right, Wanda Sykes. I forget what her character's name in the show is, but mm-hmm. I'm a big Wanda Sykes fan. I love that she just jumped in with it too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. and it was then of course Charlie's like, see, this is why I um, at oh, the white girls. This is why it I keep. This is she why I keep. Yeah, this is why I keep John Mayer tickets. Of in some my black pocket. guys feel that way. I'm, I'm
1: trying to stay. I want the nice. I want the Megans.
0: Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the Becky's.
1: Shout out to John Mayer. I'm a big John Mayer fan.
0: Yeah, I like mm-hmm. his music. Yes. yes. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I like his music, but I read a, an article in Rolling Stone oh, something yeah. he said about the sisters that didn't yeah, sit well he, with yeah, me. He said that. I was like, no, he didn't.
1: I know. Oh, that's see, that's something you say though, and was, you say that amongst your friends. I know. With no mics on.
0: Thank you. Because I don't think
1: it was like obligatory racist, but it was definitely very insensitive. That's what
0: it sounded like to me, and I'm like, I spent money on you.
1: <laughs> Dang, you know that that rewrote and his whole perception. And
0: you don't want to see this naked? <laughs> what? How dare you! Yeah, he, My he, body's a wonder man. He took some ills. <laughs> he took
1: some ills on that one, and I, you know I don't agree with him. Yeah, that didn't
0: sit well with me. I haven't uh, been able to listen to his music the same since. To be honest, see, yeah,
1: honestly, I like to block it out. Um, but that
0: one song, though, Neon, I like that song. I still listen to this. Yes, yes, okay, yes, yes,
1: yes. shout out to John May.
0: <laughs> Okay, Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. So yes. So uh. Yeah, they flubbed their whole presentation to Microsoft, and Charlie saves the day by whipping out his uh. Got it. His, in the got the John the Mayer tickets. I like it. I, my favorite line, he says, "I used to keep Dave Matthews tickets in my pocket, oh but I don't want a girl that white." Oh my god! Yo, they had
1: it was so many hot fire lines. I should have wrote all of them down, but that one was on. Like it was just great. I, 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 I actually, funny story. I just recently discovered who Dave Matthews Band is. What? People were talking about it at uh, my work And I'm at a predominantly white job And and so I was like oh let me check him out and I heard a couple songs. like, "Okay, they got they, they j- get down." But if you get jam. little, if you get deeper in there, is it, I'm like, "Okay, all right, I can see why where the divide comes." Yeah, uh, but I just thought that that was such a hilarious quote. <laughs> he, man, he's always he's so funny. Now, see, if you him.
0: hadn't discovered Dave Matthews, you wouldn't have gotten that joke. That, that's <laughs> right, awesome. Right. Thankfully, <laughs>
1: thankfully we got the couple weeks off, and I was able to discover who Dave Matthews is.
0: Exactly. Was. Exactly. So yeah. So di- just di- diving into those stereotypes at the office, so funny. Love mm-hmm. how they dealt with the stereotypes. You know how to holler at a white girl. Girl, how to holler at a black girl And it's just like <laughs> <laughs> right. um, And then our, our final storyline um, Was the assignment That Zoe had To redecorate the twins room
1: Oh yeah, yeah and-
0: and um, it, it wasn't a whole lot to that storyline. But I think this is another effort that they're showing how the twins are really having to mentally and physically make space for the new baby that's coming. Because now they're no longer the babies. And you we're know? saying
1: that they're growing up, too. Yeah. Like, just kind of show, hey, they're growing up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. And it's not sitting well with them that they're growing up, I think. I think they really want to stay the babies. More
1: responsibility. Yeah. I, I, that, that's, that was a good one. I also really liked... Um, uh, not to change the subject, but <laughs> when when we uh when the the dynamic starting to become between um Ruby and <laughs> oh. Bowles, that Johann. was so funny. He was just like, "I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to control." Like, I don't think I have a say in what's about to happen. <laughs> I just I love it. It was great, and I I think. I think that's just going to be a really funny gag going on. Yes. Like, I, I I was disturbed, but like also it's hilarious. I know. Yeah.
0: Big shout out to David Diggs. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. funny. His yeah. tendrils. Not bangs. They're not man bangs. <laughs> that They're was another
1: bomb court. He talking tendrils. about your grown man with some bangs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was great.
0: Uh, these writers always do such a bomb job. Power episode. Show.
1: I say one of the best. Like, maybe my favorite. I got to think about it. But like that, yeah. this was really funny, thought-provoking. It was a really good episode. It
0: really was. So what's your takeaway from this episode?
1: Uh well I like I really like uh, obviously we spent most of the time on the racial identity mm-hmm. part of it um I like the final conversation Bo had with her father
0: The old white man had to come in and save the day huh the white man <laughs> well, had the answers well, always right, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well he was a cool white dude uh, and you know he yeah he had he married a black woman so had a baby with a black woman um, two I, two white so I think um that was just a cool dynamic and conversation to uh, yeah I guess I didn't even think about that but yeah the white man saves the day kind of but <laughs> I like what it represented represented in that situation mm-hmm. um, and how Bo again everything gets handled in 30 minutes somehow uh, but Bo <laughs> but the, the, the lesson is kind of you decide who you are yeah. he, all he said was you know who you are I do know who I am yeah. most of the time you do But we get confused because of all these social standards and all these other type of things. And people
0: trying to tell us who we are. Right. You know. Right.
1: And I encourage, I think everybody should take a genealogy test. You know what?
0: I'm going to to do that.
1: I want to do it too. Yes. Because even in Africa, we we, we make Africa seem like it's one country, big country. It's a continent. Yeah. It's a lot of different cultures there. You should maybe get to know what those cultures are I know.
0: You know what? Ooh, let's place a bet. Which one of us you think is going to trace back to Thomas Jefferson?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be a t- plot twist. I, you got it. You got TJ. You got TJ. I think my, my my it might root a little further back from me. I think I'm a little thicker on the uh, black side.
0: Because you're what you're, you got the the nice berry color I'm, going I'm on. I'm
1: deep chocolate. You are deep chocolate. Deep what chocolate. do you?
0: it th- just in your mind, knowing what you know about Africa, what mm-hmm. what country do you think your ancestors? Well, were I know
1: a little bit. I know it's either Nigeria or Senegal. Mm-hmm. Okay, Senegal. And, yes, I had. A (laughs) i had a a girlfriend she was nigerian and like i just i you could see some of the similarities uh from a facial bone structure uh, yeah but um i i I really want to know i want to i want to find out what do you think you are (sighs) talking about racial identity shout out to blackers see what y'all doing
0: i know you know what that's a very good question libya i don't know i don't know like take a
1: guess shoot shoot in the dark (laughs) if if it ain't thomas jefferson you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow um I I yes, I don't tough. I don't yeah. look Somali at all. <laughs> I don't look Ethiopian at all. Yeah. Uh, Senegal, I don't think I look Senegalese nah, They at got all. some
1: strong we got strong features. Yeah. I say we like I already know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My people have My a strong features. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so Lib- Libya, <laughs> Libya, like it is kind of like I don't know, one of those mixed countries yeah. too. So I'm not sure. Because really you don't not... even know,
1: you know. Yeah, maybe it could be like the Ivory Coast, you know, the French. you got colonized kind of by the French.
0: Yeah, you know? perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. Although I do know that my grandmother's grandfather um, was a white dude, and we got a picture of him in our photo album. Also, yours
1: home. might be a little, uh, a little closer, you know, uh, like in regards to because we all got a little bit mixed. Yeah, ins, but, um, yeah. That'd be interesting. I've I list all the listeners. All right. We encourage you guys. Please go check it out. Find out your racial identity. Don't yes. matter what you look like. I think it'll be a great like little thing, like identity uh, yes. thing for you guys. If you want, even tweet us. Tell us what you got.
0: That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, my brother, my brother, uh, where can we find you?
1: All right. So you know, <clears throat> my name is D'Angelo. Again, always check the spelling. D e a n j i l o. All right. Follow me on Twitter at D'Angelo TV. You can tweet us about your you know, who you are. Who are you? (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: And follow me on Instagram at D'Angelo. I'm not putting my Snapchat out there, but where can they find you? (laughs) They
0: can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TheStaceyNewsome, S-T-A-C-E-Y. Stacey Guys, thank you for joining us for this episode. We will see you back here next week for another lovely episode of Blackish.
1: Deuces. Hey, this was a bomb show. It
0: was. (laughs)